Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify wh- your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. All right, we're very, very fortunate, not only because it is opening day at Fenway Park, which is not going to happen, but because Coors Light has decided to jump aboard the runaway freight train that is a Bradford show. Opening day dreaming. Opening day, day dreaming is the title of this podcast. Coors Light is delivered by Coors Light. And when I think of, of opening day, I think of two things. I think of Coors Light and I think of Gary Trask. And for good reason, Gary Trask is a man who I've known for a while, is one of the finest journalists that I've ever come across, going all the way back to the, the Salem News. Salem News. So, uh, yeah, Salem, yeah, Salem News. Great days. Great, absolutely. But you know what also the great days? Opening day. And Gary Trask has had at least one Coors Light. Not only one Coors Light for the last 30 years. 30... To 31 years, correct? 31 years. Yeah. On, on opening day at Fenway Park. And the reason I know that is because Gary and his friends have gone to every single opening day at Fenway Park since 1988. And they've made it a point to have Coors Light at their side, at the ready, every single time. It dates back to having a poker game at Westfield State back in 1988. Heading on down the Mass Pike, having a great time in opening day kicking back with, what, an average of about six Coors Lights per each year for the last 31 years? Yeah, I'd probably bet the over on that. Bet the over, okay. Uh, (laughs) Coming away with at least one Coors Light t-shirt on the giveaways at Fenway Park, correct? Yeah. Okay. And so when this started, when this started back in 1988 at Westfield State and has continued every single year right up until now, and we think that this is going to come to an end, we don't know. I'm never going to say never, doesn't Gary. Doesn't look good, bro. It does no. 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 I got my ticket. Uh, do you really? I I have met the so if they make a last second uh, change, I'm in. I love to say save your ticket stub. Literally save your ticket stub <laughs> for the game that never happened. But uh, so you've been to, you and your friends have been to every every opening day at Fenway Park since 1988. Take me a little bit through how this happened. Uh, well, like you said, we're freshmen in college, um, decided to go to the game with a couple of buddies and uh, went to my older sister's, Karen's place. I think she lived in Braintree at the time. And we congregated there. There was like um, probably, you know, six, six or seven of us. We were just hanging out the night before, looking to kill some time, pulled out the poker chips, playing cards, started playing poker. Next thing we know, it's six in the morning. And um, next thing we know, it's seven in the morning next thing you know <laughs> get, get, get going to the game um it was an epic night an epic day um and the next year we said let's do it again and it just um it's continued ever since uh, every single and then you said and you said right then and there like we've all been to opening day yeah. right yeah had you been to an opening day at fenway before that no, no. no okay so you're like we're gonna hey we're buddies we're gonna be buddies for life and this yeah. is going to be something that we do until we drop dead whenever that is. Yeah, and the poker game continued for probably another 10 to 12 years. We would get a hotel room in Boston somewhere and play the night, you know, have dinner and play the night before in a hotel room. And then, um, you know, some of us made it through the entire night. Some of us slept for a couple hours. But regardless, we, we would play cards and then we'd head to the game. And as we've um, <clears throat> matured, 
um, the card game has kind of gone by the wayside, but um, we have not stopped going to the game. And it's there's been a core core group of us that have gone. There's been new additions over the last few years, which has been great. And like I was telling you, um, this year we had 12 of us going, so it was going to be a great, great year. A couple of guys, it's going to be their first year joining in. And, um, yeah, it's a great tradition. We're always in the bleachers. Never. Always, I, I, oh, that's what I was going to ask. Always in the bleachers, huh? I would, I would you know, if you gave me front row tickets behind home plate, I would still sit in the bleachers on opening day. It's the place to be on opening day. Um, it's more an event of an event. It's not really there to watch the game. And I tell you, you know this from being at Fenway in April, if the sun's out um, and you're in the bleachers, it's not too bad. Um, if you're behind home plate and you're in the shade and it's windy, you're freezing. And, and um, there's been plenty of years where, you know, we've been out in the bleachers with T-shirts and, and jeans on and looking behind home plate and seeing people bundle up in their winter jackets. Um, so, wait, so when you go back, so we go back to 1988, obviously you remember that one. But it's like, is it more about when you look back at each of these 31 opening days, is it more about what you remember from the poker game the night before, what you remember at, where was it, Copperfields? You always you went to Copperfields, right? Uh, no, it was uh, the old Fathers, Fathers 2. Oh, oh look at you. Oh, they used to have the uh, self-serve um, hot dogs and the, and the crock pot for 50 cents on our system. Uh, big pitchers of beer. Um, that place was legendary. And uh, jukebox. Um, but back to your question, yeah, I mean, most of the memories are from not the game, but, the, you know, there was one year we went, and um, after we played all night poker, we had been up for, you know, t- over 24 hours. And after the Red Sox game, we decided to stroll over to the old Boston Garden and go to a Bruins playoff game. I remember it was a game five against the Hartford uh, Whalers. And we scalped tickets, and um, we got up to go in, and we had, we had bought counterfeit tickets because we, <laughs> we had a few cocktails for the day. So we went back outside and scalped again and sp- spent more money and went in and we saw a game five that was unbelievable um, that they won. Um, there was one year that it, it, the Red Sox game got rained out and um, open a day, but we had already been in there. So we went over to um, uh, the Irish bar across from father's uh, to a newer, whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. To a newer, um, newer. Yeah, the, Master, yeah, yeah. the masters was on. So we sat there in a booth and we watched the masters for like five hours and played cards sitting there at the restaurant. No one bothered us. And we stayed there till probably eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night. And then went home and told our wives and girlfriends, Oh, by the way, we're going back in tomorrow. Cause tomorrow's the actual game. <laughs> by, uh, the way, by the way, 1988, I think that was Lee Smith game. The uh, Lee Smith. Uh, yeah. It sounds about Al, Alan Trammell won the game off Lee Smith. I believe so. That open day. Oh, I, I think so. Maybe, yeah, I, to, I mean, I think so. to look up, but again, um, if I, there's only a place to look it up. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, so most, of the, most of the memories are from, from stuff like that. Um, uh, but I will say the, the one true memory of actually being at the game was in 2005 when they raised that first banner. I mean, that was, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the type of guy that gets emotional with that type of stuff. I have it all in perspective. I'm a huge Red Sox fan and all that, but to be standing there and to actually see a world series panic go up um, after years of heartbreak and being told they were never going to win it by my grandfather. And um, that was, that, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And then to think that we've seen three more since then um, is surreal. Cause if, obviously if you told anyone that back in, in 2002, they thought you crazy. Well, that's the thing is that you, so obviously being opening day is one thing starting in 1988, going through the nineties, doing all of that. But then you have, now you have three opening days that have separated themselves, right? Cause you have the extra long, 
pregame ceremony for good reason. Yeah. You have the flag and you have, um, you know, whatever else. Was that was it Brady chasing around Gronk when they're – Yeah, it was a couple years ago, yeah. Shit-faced. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's, there's opening day where before the Dr. Charles Steinberg era was yeah. probably like a little bit different than what we see at opening day now, right? It was pretty much you, you – you anticipated who was going to get booed and who was going to get cheered. Um, but that was about it. There was not a lot of pomp and circumstance. And, and now, I mean, uh, th- those years where they brought in Bobby Orr and Bill Russell and uh, the Patriots coming in with all their trophies and the big flag. And it's, it's cool. It's, it's, um, you know, like I said, I, I don't get emotional about that stuff, but I do every year when I walk into opening day and walk up those bleachers and walk up those steps and start seeing the green. And, you know, we've been whooping it up for a few hours and we're all feeling pretty good. And then you get in your seats with the, with your buddies that you, you know, you know, and unfortunately, you know, some of these guys, I, this is the only time of year I see them or, you know, very, you know, see them once, twice, three times a year. But I know every year I'm going to see these guys on opening day. Well, uh, well that's cool. the, that's the thing is it so getting sort of playing off the theme of, of why this missed opening day is, is something that we should at least take a step back from and realize this is something like this is not here. This is not normal. Yeah. This is not going to be a, of the of the myriad of things that are not normal. This is just another one. Um, yeah. like opening day at Fenway. Opening day, fine. Like we did the whole. I wrote the whole thing about being not being in Toronto and so forth and so on. Fresh start, so forth and so on. But at Fenway Park, for a lot of the reasons you already said, I mean that's different. Like the the streets around a a block in Boston. Yeah. is unlike anything really I think that you get in any of these, forget about Patriots, forget about Bruins, Celtics, yeah. anything like that, no matter how they perceive the Red Sox that year, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where everyone's in a good mood and um, it's a day game. Um, you know, when it lands on a Friday, it's even better. Um, uh, but, you know, in, in, in the weather, you know, I, over, the, over the last 30 years, I remember days where there's been snow and rain, I remember days where it's been 80 degrees. Um, my only regret is I, as, if I, as a writer, I didn't write a little couple paragraphs after every one and keep it, keep it safe somewhere and take a group picture. But uh, hindsight's 2020 because man, there's been some great, a lot of laughs, <laughs> a lot of shenanigans over the years. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, and Rob, I have to say, I'm not unique in this. Like there's a, I know other guys and I know a lot of, a lot of other people, maybe not 30 years, but people put it on the calendar and, and they go every year. It's, um, it's great. Who, who buys the tickets? Like, who's in charge of getting the tickets? Well, it's funny. You know, I remember when we used to get, have to get the tickets, um, the, I remember that used to come out in the Sunday paper. It'd be a form that you would fax in. Now, now I'm dating both of us. And you would write, fill it out, and then you'd send the fax in. And then a couple weeks later, you'd hope that the tickets would show up in the mail, and they, and they would. And that's how, that's how it worked. Um, and then, you know, when the Sox were booming and, and they would make the playoffs and they won the World Series, it was hard to get tickets. It was, um, you know, when the tickets go on sale, all of us would get online and sit in that goddamn virtual waiting room for hours and hours and hours. And um, eventually one of us would get through. A, we, we'd always find a way. The last few years, it's not been hard to get tickets. Um, you know, it's, it has not been difficult at all. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's – to think that we used to just send a fax in with our credit card information and just keep our fingers crossed that the fax actually went through and somebody was going to receive it and send us tickets, but that's how it used to be. When when uh, when the stuff went down this year, did you guys call each other? Did you, did you guys? What was that? You know, because 
I, 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 we sort of just assumed once yeah. things started picking up, there was going to be no opening day, right? I think it was really that yeah. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, did you guys? Really I'm sure you, there'll be some texts going around tomorrow morning. Yeah, well, that's a, you got to do something. I mean, we shouldn't be here. We should be there. Um, well, I guess you, I was going to say you got to go out drinking, but I guess that really isn't an option. <laughs> I can sit in. But yeah, it's, it's disappointing. It's you know, it's a great tradition. Um, and you know, maybe there'll be an opening day in July. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's it'll be good though. Like yeah. you can wear you can wear the painter's hat with the jean shorts and no shirt, just like the back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> I think I'll definitely have a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, Gary, uh, what, what do you want to plug? Give me something to plug your fine work. Uh, CasinoCityTimes.com. There Although you go. Casino you know, news right now other than closures. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, hopefully we'll get through it. I hope you stay healthy and I hope uh, we see some baseball. And if there is uh, an opening day in uh, July or August, um, I'll be but, there. In the right. Okay. Here's, here's the last question for you. Yeah. Let's say that there's, no, there's opening day, but no yeah. fans are allowed. Will your group go in? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got to. You have to. We'll have to do something. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to go. Have um, to. Maybe we'll break down the door at the Old Fathers. <laughs> <laughs> there will probably still be some hot dogs in there from 30 years ago. <laughs> All right, Gary. Thanks, man. Thank you, Rob.